It's the opening theme and the opening scene of Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. And what I like about it is there's not a lot of Hark the Herald Angels. There's not a lot of that children's choir nonsense that I cannot stand. It's just this gorgeous descending piano line by Vince Guaraldi's trio. It's unbelievably good. Never saw Vince Guaraldi do it, but I did get to see this at Orchestra Hall. George Winston, an equally celebrated piano player, did this live and did his album Winter Live. But when he did the peanut stuff, he invited people. They say had to take off their shoes. But he invited us all to come up on stage like it was a punk rock show, like we were moshing. And do the Peanuts dances? All the different dances. Yes. The shoulders up. And I the, love it. Oh, the, the head kids back and the... forth like Shermie. Dude, it was, it was, and again, I was young at this point. I was 19, 20 years old. It was fantastically good and very, very festive. My name is Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. This is episode 359 of the Brian Oak Show this, podcast. This tree right here. It looks like it could use a home. Exactly. Oh, don't you, you love that, Charlie Brown? You blockhead! You've oh. ruined Christmas. You ruined blockhead! <laughs> Won't anyone tell me what Christmas is really all about? <laughs> Linus steps up and he's like, "Lights, please." Oh, that's. Dude, I mean, oh no, bring tears. a tear to your eye a every tear. year. A tear. I'm crying right now thinking about it. Yeah. If I actually watched that, no, I would be openly weeping because, well, I'm a broken and soft individual, but. I'm not ashamed of it. Not but, but ashamed of it. good with kids. Well, yeah. I mean, for about 20 minutes. I'll yeah, read them a book. Good. That's good. And then yep. they pee on my lap, and then it's time for him to go. There you go. Um, I rem- Oh, I don't even want to get into that right now. We're not do- the reason I played that song is because in the opening scene of that particular television program, which, by the way, used to be a massive event. You couldn't just get it on demand. You couldn't even own it on VHS. You had to look at the TV guide and see when that oh, stuff was on. Oh, and you like you you set everything aside. I was like, no, 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 no. We need to be Saturday night at seven thirty. We were watching that. You were set right up after the Grinch, fifteen minutes beforehand. So yeah. you had the best seat in the family room, and you watched that. Oh, and then the Grinch. And little Cindy Lou Who, who was no more than two. You're a bad banana. <laughs> With a greasy black peel. Da, 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 da. Oh, Thurl Ravenscroft, which, by the way, in addition to one of the best voices that's ever existed in the history of humanity, your name is Thurl Ravenscroft. Damn, it would be cool to be cool one of these days. <sighs> anyway, speaking of cool, we've got somebody who's very cool coming in just ahead to join us, uh, not just for today. He was our guest not too long ago, but also join us, hopefully in a much longer term capacity, to talk about the business that he runs. And what he does is not really like what many other people do. High-end rebuilds, high-end remodels, high-end changes to people's abodes, to people's places of business. Michael Onshell, I think I got that right. Onshell. Hamashlagen and <laughs> I, I, I will never get it right, Michael, and you're just going to have to adapt to that now, or I will oscillate between the two indefinitely. He of OA Design, Build, and Architecture is coming on board the Brian Oak Show. We're very excited to talk to him, and I don't want to waste a lot of time on this opening segment. I want to spend most of our time with him. But I decided, you know, I was thinking, what songs are there about architecture, about working on things, right? And there are quite a few of them out there, but then this this popped up. I'm not a giant bluegrass guy, but when you get back to the foundational individuals, oh, I can't move on to this just yet. We've got to talk about Smart Start MN. Well, yeah, we got to do that quick. I just, I, we're in the Smart Start MN studio. Yes. Smart Start MN has been here since day one, actually before day one, before episode one. 
I got so excited about playing this song, I completely forgot about our sponsor. Michael, nothing to worry about. I'll never forget about you. I'll never forget about you. Smart Start MN is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. It is the season, right? This is the festive time of year. Yeah. People are going to be out and about. They're going to be making merry. They're going to be doing these things. But as we saw with the snow that fell last night, the roads, even this morning, are still very slick out there. Don't mix the two. It's a bad, bad never drink and drive, but in, especially in inclement weather, you shouldn't do it. But people will continue to do it because tis the season and then boom you can't drive anymore well and a lot of people think uh, i've never been caught before so that means i'll never be caught i only thought that for about 15 years yeah and then it happened it but sure we can, did we can save you a little extra dough go to smartstartmn.com slash the brian oak show that'll get you 20 percent off the installation of the ignition interlock. When you're spending that one night in jail before you get popped or yeah. one of your relatives comes, looks at you and shakes their head as you're making the walk of shame down the hallway at the county facility, um, just remember Smart Start MN. They're going to help you get your life back together quicker than you otherwise might, and they're good people over there as well. Speaking of good people, Michael and Shell is what I'm going with yeah, this time. I, like I got it! I got it! Of OA Design, Build, and Architecture will be joining us next. So as I mentioned, there are a lot of songs out there about construction, about building something, about crafting something, creating something, designing something, and then I stumbled across this old bluegrass classic that has been covered by almost every country artist ever, and it's really, really good. But this is Bill, Bill Monroe and his Country Boys, one of the foundational bluegrass bands in American musical history. I'm building a house. I'm working on a house, rather. It's the Brian Oak Show. I'm working on a building. I'm working on a building. I'm working on a building for my Lord, for my Lord. It's a Holy Ghost building. It's a Holy Ghost building. It's a Holy Ghost building for my Lord. Work on the building too. I'm working on the building. I'm working on the building. Hallelujah. I'm working on the building for my Lord, for my Lord. It's a Holy Ghost building. It's a Holy Ghost building. Hallelujah. It's a Holy Ghost building for my Lord, for my Lord. I'd work 
I'm working on a building. I'm working on a building. I'm working on a building for my Lord, for my Lord. It's a Holy Ghost building. It's a Holy Ghost building. It's a Holy Ghost building for my Now, again, I don't want to hear old school bluegrass all day, every day. Because of? No, no, but let me finish the sentence. But if it pops up, I'll never turn it off. I just, I feel like after about 45 minutes of mandolin and banjo and I'm probably good. Let's, let's, let's mix it. I like a wide variety of music on my playlist. I tried to lob it up for you. And you didn't spike it. What happened? What did Chronic banjosis. One of my oh. favorite terms. One of my favorite I terms feel, that I you've ever like, said. I, I feel like ever. I overused chronic banjo. I love it. I just love it. When Mumford and Sons were at the <laughs> yeah. absolute zenith of their fame, I came up with chronic banjosis because <laughs> so it was too much. It was it was too much. But you can't say that about Frank Monroe, man, because well, you're Bill Monroe rather, you just you can't. What you can say is hello to our guest today, Michael Anshul. I got it, didn't I? Again. Get up here. You need to get right on that microphone, my good man. You know how this game works. You are the primary behind OA Design, Build, and Architecture. And we talked to you not too long ago. You are working on a castle. And that is not a short-term endeavor. How are things going on the castle? The the castle is going. We we are making progress. The elevator, which we, I think, were starting last time we chatted, is now 54 feet tall. Wow! Inside the castle, and um, it feels good. Like going into that space and looking up this perfectly plumb straight set of walls is—it feels good inside, satisfying. Yes. Well, I mean, Sean brought up an excellent point earlier in that you're working in a perfectly plumb shaft, which is now suitable for an elevator in a building that is no longer perfectly plumb. It has existed for a long time. Oh, yeah. There will be shifting. There will be bizarre. The videos that are available on your commercial Facebook page to watch about what you found when you got down to the bottom of it, I would have probably just ripped up the contract and said, fuck that, I'm out of here. <laughs> but not you, because this is the kind of thing you said earlier, it's one of the only things that still excites you about this, is finding new challenges. I get really excited about hard things. Yeah. Weird, hard things. Like, the elevator shaft was is a great example. Also at that castle where we found a... A piece of steel that was carrying twenty or thirty thousand pounds that lands on a set a masonry column, which previous people had carved chunks out of. Oh my! And gosh. there were three little bricks, and that's oh, all no. that was holding. As we took it apart, and the plumber coming coming over and saying, "Um, I think you should look at something." Oh. And walking over and looking at it, and saying, "I don't think we should stand here. No, <laughs> we, we should get out of here right now." But then you know, chat so with what? the engineer, came up with a plan. Put in some steel, put in a post, managed to stabilize everything, went and repaired the masonry, and now it's you know it's solid and safe again. That that, that stuff is exciting and fun. Well, what's exciting and fun to me is that all is obviously beyond any skill set I will ever have as long as I am alive and during this particular human existence. But it requires challenges, not just from a structural standpoint. That's where the architecture comes in. Not just from a build standpoint, because then you've got to have some of the best carpenters and plumbers and whatever else people do to their homes, electricians, whatever, in the business. But then it comes down, once you get that all settled, which is the bones of it, right, and, and the, the crucial sort of circuitry, then you have to come up with a killer-ass design. This is a multi 
dimensional pursuit. This is, you have to have skills and at least thoughts or good people in so many areas when you decide you're going to take a bite this big, don't you? It is true. And and not just projects this big. I think you, you described it as multidimensional. Yeah. And I think that for those of us who love this profession, when we look at a set of drawings in our brains, that two-dimensional set of lines grows and we see the intersections of all of the different parts. We see the intersections of plumbing, HVAC, electrical, framing, and it's that ability to kind of hold it in your brain and yeah. see it. And when someone says, can we do X, and to be able to process the 16 or 17 interactions that that one thought might have right. to determine if it is possible or how you could adjust the whole framework to make it possible. Did you ever see the Queen's Gambit? The, yeah, very, okay. So very. she would lay in bed and watch the board on the ceiling all night long, and she used to have to take pills mm-hmm. to do it, and then mm-hmm. she finally got to a place where she could do it on her own. To me, that's one of the most fascinating television shows of the 21st century. This sounds like it's even more complex than a game of freaking chess. But it's but it, it's so... When I saw The Queen's Gambit, I thought, oh, man, that is exactly when I'm trying to come up with a design, and I yeah. look at a set of drawings, and I'll work through seven or eight permutations before the pencils even hit the paper. And it's really exciting to be able to do that. And and they have a team of people that can do that. I was really. going to say, you must have a trusted team because as talented as you are, there's no way, whether we're talking about redoing someone's basement or redoing an entire castle, there's 0% this is a one-man a, a one <laughs> job, right? It is not. It is a team. And I am. there are people in my firm who are far more talented than I am. I like to say, you know, hire people who terrify you yeah who are who know more than you or who are smarter than you or better at whatever it is than you because that's you know they're I've right. said for decades, I love working with <laughs> professionals because once they're doing their job, you're allowed to do your job yeah. and you don't have to worry about it. Like Sean Bernard, if he were to suddenly walk out of this room, I'd be like, I don't know what any of those buttons do over there. What do you want to do, Michael? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think we should fucking do? <laughs> Before we go any further, I, I hear your first song and talk more about OA Design, Build, and Architecture, who are now a part officially of the Brian Oak Show podcast. Sean, what the hell are these called? Oh, they're called Davy Crockett bars. Davy Crockett. Who made Crockett these? Bars. My wife, my yeah. lovely bride, Brooke, made those, uh-huh. and I needed to get some of them out of my home because I have this tendency with a cup of coffee to just wander over to the kitchen and eat four of them. Well, just one at a time, but because that <laughs> that tells you, you don't stack them up. No, I don't stack them like up. A I just go. Sandwich? I, I, I I kid myself when I wander in there. I just get one. And just come back. I'm like, oh, I still have half a cup of coffee left. Oh, yeah, mm. really well, could, good with let me that. Just snap one of these in half. <laughs> a very Minnesotan move. Yeah. Of snapping and one have, in half. I have to do a doctor's appointment relatively soon, and I'm down 27. They wanted nice. me down like 45. Down it's, 27 still? Yeah, good, it? it is. But I plateaued at that, and I know that when I get there, they're going to be like, "Oh, you're not where you're supposed to be." And and then you grab them by the lapels of their stupid lab coat, and you're like, "It's Christmas." <laughs> And I'm going right, to look at them and Christmas. say, if the apocalypse happens, you skinny bastard, you're going to be gone in a minute. I don't know if you've seen the show alone. Oh, I, I will survive. There's a, the fat guy always wins on that show. Yeah. Because he's got all the stuff to burn. Yeah, exactly. No, in case there's an apocalypse. No, the skinny fit ones are like, so hungry. I can't, I can't catch any fish. I, so hungry. So hungry. 
Michael, what would it take for you to go uh, on a reality show like that? Do you like any of those shows? Do, are you an outdoor? So let me ask you this. You spend so much time indoors. I know you do things on the outside of structures as well, but you spend so much time in domiciles, in places of business. Are you a fan of the great outdoors? I am a huge fan of the outdoors. You, what do you like? You like camping? You like swimming? You like canoeing? What do you like? I like, so I like going out, out, way out. So yeah. BWCA. Oh, yeah. Rock, I've been many times. Rock climbing. I'm an yeah, alpine I don't do skier. That. I teach skiing, so I'm out every oh, wow. weekend skiing all day long. Uh, cool. Kayaking. If it's dangerous, if it's, ex- I mean, I drove a tuk-tuk across India with my brother. That's that wild, twice. by the way, because for people who don't know, a tuk-tuk is basically a scooter with a little tiny cover <laughs> yeah, over yeah. the top of it. It's a glorified lawnmower. A, a little, yeah. a little, <laughs> seriously, it's like a little two-cylinder that just, bop, 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 and I mean, again, easier to fix should it break down. Yeah, and they do, frequently. Oh, I'm certain <laughs> that they do, and good fuel efficiency, comparatively speaking, for a, a two-cycle motor, but... You went across India in a tuk-tuk. Yeah, we drove from the border of Burma to the border of Pakistan uh, over two weeks, and uh, it was amazing. And then I went back and and drove a tuk-tuk through the Himalayas uh, and hit like 17,800 feet. In how does a tuk-tuk things. make it to 17,800 feet? Slowly. <laughs> very, very slowly. Were you carrying a precious jewel across India or exactly. something? Or why, why does yeah. someone do, why, why do you do that? Like, what's the Because it's, I mean. Because you can? The so, Himalayas. <laughs> him, well, the Himalayas are beautiful. Yeah. Obviously. But. So top speed is twenty miles an hour. Right, right. <laughs> there are no doors. <laughs> Man alive. <laughs> so no, it's literally like a windscreen, yeah. a very thin. <laughs> I know. A yeah. Yeah. Roof over yeah, the, that doesn't over really work. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. And the tires are you know seven inches. So a, pot, right. a pothole for a car is Ooh. a death is death to a tuk tuk. Right. But but you you travel a country in a very different way. You're not getting in a cab. You're right. not jumping on a train. You're moving slowly through the countryside and paying attention. You got to pay attention. People try to jump in thinking you're a taxi sometimes. Oh, dear. That's awkward. Which is funny. You get a conversation out <laughs> of the say, deal. Did you make some new friends? Like lots of friends. You break down on the side of the road <laughs> and the kids show up and then adults show up. Someone helps helps you fix things, source so apart. Cool. It, it's a way to f- connect with a culture in a very different way. And I used to do a lot of these solo extreme sport type adventures. And then a buddy of mine uh, and I did the Camino which is this walk across Portugal and Spain, which is the antithesis of that. It was so slow, you know, four miles an hour. And so Mm. the tuk-tuk thing, my brother and I thought, it's kind of a nice, like, between these two things. Plus it involves a motor engine and... It's not quite Formula One, but it's not the not, Camino, right? Yeah, right? You've got more freedom. You can 20 miles an hour. Yeah, well, you know, I suppose it's after scary you've been, at 20 miles an I hour. I bet it is. It's scary. Oh, on a, on a skinny little dusty, rocky Himalayan trail? I can't imagine what yeah. would be terrifying. Uh, yeah. Before we go any further talking with Michael Anschel uh, and the, the good people at uh, OA Build, Design, and Architecture, who are now sponsors of The Brian Oak Show, because we're going to dive deep into your business just ahead. Head, but I hate going too long without talking about music. What I like when it comes to people coming on the show, especially people as widely traveled as you, as thoughtful as you, you've picked three songs. I've never heard of the artist. I've never heard of the song. And so I am very, very excited about learning. Cool. Tell me about this artist. So the first song I brought you today is an artist called Suijian, and it's called Iwu Soyo. And it, it, this this song, I thought you would like this song. Okay. Um, it's a cheesy rock ballad. But this is... I'm already in. This is the song. But like a Chinese che- cheesy Chinese, rock ballad? Chinese cheesy rock ballad. But Sui Jian is the, is the guy. 
who created rock and roll in China. Really? So this is so the is this beginning. Older? This is older. Like okay. 80s or 80s. something? Okay. And this is the song. Remember the Tiananmen Square incident? Oh, yeah. In yeah. This was the song that sparked the youth to mobilize. Really? And it, this was their anthem. And, so and did this it, guy get canceled? Oh, I mean, was he, he in trouble? He got canceled in the biggest possible. Yeah. <laughs> you can swear as much yeah. as you want. Yeah. It's yeah. your day. <laughs> he, he, so this is, this is a folk song. And he took this traditional minority folk song and he uh-huh. turned it into a rock and roll song. And party officials thought it was so offensive for him to corrupt the the nature of the song, this Western influenced thing, right. that they canceled him. Wow! Right, the equivalent of canceling. And when you say canceled, do you I mean, mean they didn't murder him? Throw him in a pit? No, no but they basically okay. made him person non grata. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was know. over. Yeah, but then that this act of defiance in creating this music caught hold it lit a fire in the people and and since then he is credited as being kind of the author of rock and roll for china um so i i thought it was fitting like you know new relationships new partnerships but also like it's a cool origin story uh of a genre that we all love so
Now, is that in, again, I, I, I apologize for my ignorance of the many <laughs> Chinese dialects. Is that Mandarin right there? That is Mandarin. And I wish I understood Mandarin because it's got that sort of early 80s evocative feeling. And I love it. It's kind of like searching for Sugarman, right? I mean, like, that was the voice of anti-apartheid in South Africa. And he never knew. He never made a dime. He was a cleaner in yeah. Detroit. This guy luckily got his, his comeuppance having... Did the Chinese government ever forgive him? Does he get to live like a rock star now? There was a lot of back and forth over not whether or not he would be forgiven. When the 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 politician who had condemned him died, yeah, he was allowed to return and be a public figure. Again. Okay, allowed so, to play his music, and play and music, play his and, trade, and, and, and by that time, of course, rock and roll had exploded in China. And you know, it does sound cheesy now, but back then, I mean, remember when Quiet Riot was hard. Oh, yeah. oh absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. right that was no, the real deal we're not gonna take it you listen to it now and it's like dude it's like a kid's, it's a kid's yeah, song yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. So, i mean it's slave yeah so i mean of course it is <laughs> yeah. so you know it's it music has evolved since then but this was this was like you know this is remember when judas priest we weren't allowed to listen to judas oh yeah, priest because yeah it was gonna devil, turn us into sick worshipers breaking the law yeah. breaking the law <laughs> yes i do remember i played that song for my nine-year-old and he's like uh yeah. It's boring. boring. And then if you watch yeah. the video where they rob a bank with their guitars, it's, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's super cheesy. But at the time, no, I, Judas Priest was my first big concert, opening up for Kiss. Speaking of wow. nights in Satan's service, all right? Yeah. Luckily, we've moved on from there, and everyone's been saved. Before we talk more with Michael, we're going to talk with my friend Sean Bernard. Sean, in addition to being the producer, co-owner, et cetera, et cetera, of the Brian Oak Show podcast, is also a realtor for REMAX Results. And here we are, the most wonderful time of the year, unless, of course, you're a realtor. This is more of a planning phase, yeah? It is for a lot of people, but I just got a call or actually a text yesterday from a nice couple near Duluth. Go on. They listen to the show. I and love I said, that area this time of year, by the way. It's so When it gets icy cold up on and, yeah. the North Shore, and at night you can hear the ice cracking against the shore. <sighs> There's nothing quite like it. I'm sorry to interrupt your no, story. No, that's okay. And I asked him, his name is Bill, his wife's name, Erica. But I said, how long have you been listening to the show? And you, you always think, oh, I just picked it up a couple months ago. He's like, since episode one. What? He said, I listen. I'm like, really? He said, well, yeah. Bill and Erica, I don't know what we've done to engender your goodwill, but thank you very, very much. Really? He just said he loves the localism. He loves yeah. that we support, you know, local businesses and musicians and, you know, people from the Twin Cities area. And they're down here quite a bit. They have a daughter that has some some hospital needs uh, quite a bit. And uh, but really good people. And I just uh, I always approach those calls with gratitude. It's amazing to me uh, that people reach out and do what they do and ask for my help. So I always look at that as a, a great opportunity and always with gratitude. So yeah, if you know somebody looking to buy or sell, 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell to an area musician or band. Which is, it only adds to the joy of it because it does speak to what we believe in here at the Brian Oak Show. And that is, you know, we don't mind people from other places, but this is our home. And so we like to highlight things that happen here. And we like to work with people and businesses and musicians and, I don't know, chefs, local politicians, religious figures, whoever. That informs the life that we live. Yeah, I you know. It's funny. My dad, um, my dad was in Vietnam. He was a, he was a uh, jet mechanic in Vietnam. And... We, you know, we, we didn't grow up wealthy. And I remember asking my dad, like, why didn't you stay a jet mechanic? Uh, had you done that when you got back here, I think we would have done fairly well. My dad was also into computer science before he went on to be a jet mechanic, but he went to school for two years to be a master craftsman. And he said, I loved building 
and doing work like that so much. So it's really cool to have this partnership with Michael and the folks over at OA Design Build Architecture just because it's that same thing. It's that idea of that, that, that puzzle. My dad would pick up you know, calculus and trig books all the time when I was in high school. I didn't take calculus or trig, to be mm, honest with I you. I took them both. I could, do, I could do those fine, but geometry? Geometry fucked my head. I was that good was at a, geometry. That was, I was a not foreign good language, man. Yeah. Geometry. Yeah, 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 I was the same yeah, way. No, like ge- geometry screwed me up. <laughs> what do you mean the volume of a sphere? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, can, I can measure this trapezoid. I don't know the volume of a fucking... Well, the math going up an elevator shaft that's not plumb and trying to get all of that square and, and plumb and everything. I mean, just I can't even imagine... The math. I'm wondering if there's not some computer aided oh, programs yeah. that they have nowadays where you, yeah, that's, construction calculators are actually oh, a thing. I mean, I, do you have like laser scanners oh, and yeah, that we kind have of stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you have Jews to with right? lasers. We did this joke. You know, we <laughs> do love our lasers. <laughs> Jews with lasers. I love a which good is the name of a. It's a, it should be a band. What, it col- should be what, a band. what color is the laser? Is it green? It is green. I bet. It is green. You can see it a little further. Best color of the laser. Best color of the laser. Red's way too Darth Vader. <laughs> it is. Blue vanishes after about a few feet. Green yeah. lasers. Just remember that, kids. Don't look directly at lasers, but always go with green lasers. When we talk about you and your history as a designer, <laughs> as a builder, and an architect, I know we talked a little bit about this last time, but do you remember, like, there was... um. What was the name of that toy? When I was a kid, it was called something in girders. Girders and oh, I know. It was the skyscraper about. game yeah. where you put the girders together and then you snap these little plastic sheets on the outside that looked like windows, so it looked like all the gray smoked windows. I'm not going to be able to think of what it was called. Oh, that's hard Man. for me to imagine. But um, I know exactly what you're talking about when you figure it out. Something anyway. No, it's no. so. I, I guess my, my the real point of my question is: When's the first time? You built something with Legos or blocks, or you felt like you wanted to have something to do with crafting, and maybe it was painting a wall. Maybe it was laying down a sweet little remnant of carpet you had cut out in your sister's Barbie house. I don't know what it was. When do you feel like you got the bug that this is the kind of person you wanted to be and the thing you wanted to do? That's a solid, solid question. Um, well, And I know it's too much, and there probably isn't one aha yeah. moment, but it had to develop somewhere. So... Legos for sure, right? Playmobil, Lincoln Logs, making stuff. I I think more the making of stuff from a very young age. Like ceram- I liked ceramics. I liked clay. I liked. Did making- you throw pots? Like, did you have a wheel? I wasn't a big wheel. I, I know how. I, I know I know how to do it. I, I did it at school, but I was more into slabs and making things that uh, that were big. I started to build these sculptures at the U that were you know three four foot tall ceramic faces. Really? Um, and weird themes, you know, like mouths eating feet and people trying to crawl out of a picture. For, it was, you know, twisted mind of a of a Minneapolis kid. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I, mean, I love that stuff. Right? That, and that right there is my buddy Dave, who I talked about being the uh, the giftware designer. Yeah. That's one of his paintings he did. So I like weird. I'm yeah. Down. We'll take a photo of this, by the way, when we post today. <laughs> I think we got to have you guys standing in front of Dave's uh, that painting. That's great. That I love that. Great, great. Uh, yeah, so I like weird. I like the weird, creepy, unique stuff. Sure. Escher was always really fascinating. Oh, yeah. But the... the I had me- a T-shirt. The mechanical, so so like so Escher was cool, but Escher felt stiff to me. Yeah, and I liked more the T bowl. You know, the thing that was a little lopsided, a little bit. You know, Gaudi was Gaudi or yeah, yeah. 
Uh, That's more than a little lopsided. He's a little. Uh, Miro is my was my is my favorite. Really, of, of the art of the artists. Uh, and the symmetry didn't matter to you a whole lot. I really no. dislike symmetry. Yeah. I've always struggled with that as an idea mm. uh, because it's it's simple, it's easy, and it's yeah. and so it's quickly not interesting. And and I think that um, like we talked about before, you know, technology we we get excited about it and then we get bored with it very quickly. Right. But you go back to a piece of wood. And it's infinitely fascinating. You know, we still like looking at fire. After how many millions of years of evolution, we still like looking at clouds and trees mm-hmm. and, and the fractal nature of nature. And I think that for me, when I got into construction, I resisted it. I really didn't want to think of myself. I, mean, I was going to be a geneticist. I wanted to do, you know, genetically modified food crops. You didn't want to build rectangles is what you're saying. No, but also <laughs> now I'm a little alarmed and I'm glad you've chosen the path you have because if we start applying fractals to genetic modification, you know, it, yeah, panels and girders. I found it. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's what it that was. was. Yeah, panels yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if I know that one. That's not what oh, I Oh, come on. You've seen that I've never before. Seen it. I'm Let to, me see it. I might have to go get that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's yeah, not. Sure you yeah. do it in real life, so it's not going to be very fascinating. And for you. I would want, and, but it is great. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I'm glad you didn't apply your fractals to your genetic <laughs> modification, <laughs> because who knows what sort of freakish Lovecraftian world we'd be living in well, right there now. There's a great author, right? Oh, my! One yeah. of my favorites of all time. Um, so, if people, I mean. I, I think people need to know that you do normally high-end builds, right? Um, whether we're talking about tricking out someone's kitchen or maybe redoing an entire castle, but there is something to be said. I'm a big fan of never skimping on lawyers or tattoo artists. I feel like mm. those are two areas where you should spend real money. And if you're going to change your abode or your place of business, probably the largest investment you're ever going to make, then, you know... I, OA, Design, Build, Architecture, is a good place to start. If people wanted to see an example of the work that you do and the kind of approach you take to it with your team, with your particular vision, what's ground zero? Where's the, where's the best place for them to find you? So, OADesignBuild.com, that's the easiest yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see stuff that's happening that we're working on, our Instagram, at OABuilds, mm-hmm. is pretty active. Some of those videos about building the elevator and some other things. They're crazy, man. I watch them and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. But apparently there is a way. Yeah. Green lasers, baby. (laughs) And we also have we also have a promotion (laughs) that we're that we're running. Yeah. As we go into the holiday season here so that, uh, you know, we we do work on large projects. Yeah. And they are often expensive. Um, But I'd like to say for good reason that it is the quality of a Martin guitar or a stickly or, you know, it's it's crafted and it's carefully curated and it's put together so that it is a for the for the individual this is not a it's thing also that you buy at ikea super green you despite some of these higher end builds have maintained your commitment to moving into the future like a responsible human being right yeah. green matters to you i think in part because you have driven a tuk-tuk into the himalayas you know i mean like you've <laughs> seen the natural world out there you've you've gone deep into the bwca to be able to run a successful business and to do what you do, but maintain these green standards, how come you, it, it's stunning to me, given the nature of the work you do, the quality results that you get, how have you not been on a reality TV show yet with what you do? 
Have you been approached? I've not been approached. What? I, no, no. The alone one, we're I've gonna, always thought, would be interesting. That. No, not alone. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about the... There are so many average sort of, you know... And again, nothing against anybody else and the kind of designs and builds they do. A lot of times they just redecorate. Other times on a show like, what, Good Bones, I think it's called, they'll knock down walls and put together a few new things. But then it's all black and design throw pillows, and it's not really about the structure itself. It's still a square box, and it's not... When you say you were in to Gaudi. I have so many goddamn questions for you, Michael. <laughs> well, let's circle back to the promotion real quick because right, I want right, I want to get to that now and not and at the I very. I have a lot of questions on the other <laughs> side, Sean. Well, this is why we're in partnership, so we can keep having him back and keep asking him questions. And we're talking about going to do a tour of the castle and yeah, yeah. even do, putting that on video, which That'd I think would be, be really be fun. And then, boy, will Brian have more questions for you then. But I want to talk about oh, no, this the promotion. Gonna, the video is going to be seven hours long. Oh, it'll be, yeah, at least. It'll edited, be like, yeah, edited, it'll be a, it'll it'll be be a, mini, a mini series. And we'll try to have some cliffhangers yeah, in there. And, pack a lunch, Michael. Exactly. All right, pack a lunch. We'll do a Fonzie jump the shark thing, too. Uh, at some point, we'll have, we'll have uh, Brian jump the moat, Not I yet. think, at the castle. Is there a moat? <laughs> no moat, no moat. Not yet. There was not yet. We'll <laughs> not see, intentionally. We'll see about that, Mr. Anshul. Yeah. We'll see about that. So let's talk about this promotion because this yeah. gives our listeners the chance to get to know OA design, build architecture by if they've got a special project, something that they want to do, they want to get to know you guys and they want to get something done and take advantage of the fact that you guys have... Uh, carpenters are are wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, it, my dad was a carpenter for yeah. his whole life. I'd say he probably still is, just like he's always a Marine, always mm-hmm. a carpenter. Um, Same as Jesus. Exactly yeah, right. Jesus, too. boy, and Jesus loved Semper Fi. No, I'm sorry. I don't know about no, that part. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, but he had a hammer and he swung it in the morning. But I think it's a great opportunity as people build their relationship with you to, to, to get this done. So you guys are offering all these different specials. Yeah. Uh, right now, and we're going to link to this on uh, on the social uh, on our social media, so people can go directly to a page and see the different offers. Do you want to talk a little bit about those? For sure. So the the thought was some big projects can be intimidating, and yes. and not everyone's got the budget for a large project. Sure. So we thought you know giving the gift of design or giving the gift of craftsmanship mm-hmm. is something that's nice, but. Rather than having to go out and buy it from a store or have it be sourced from somewhere else, this is a chance to also support local designers and architects mm-hmm. and local craftspeople. So whether it's, you know, a bench for your mudroom that you've always wished you had and you'd like someone to draw it and then have one of the carpenters build it for you, you could do that. You can buy a couple hours of design time. Maybe you just want to explore the ideas that are possible. You want to get inside one of our heads or we want us to get inside your head for a couple of hours. This is a way to do that without having to you know, commit to spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars to go through a design process or, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to remodel a, a large project. So we thought this would be a nice nice way to make this stuff accessible for the community still um, and, you know, bring OA into your house if that's of interest. We live in an era that is very, and it has been for some time, very Ikea-centric. And I think it's affordable and it makes sense for a lot of people. But when we talk about real furniture, you know, we talk about that bench in the mudroom, or when we talk about a real built-in, or when we talk about doing something genuine and real to your floors or this particular room, that's going to outlive you. It's mm-hmm. real furniture. It's real craftsmanship. And it's going to outlive you. And that's kind of the point, right? You don't want something that your kids are just going to have to go throw in the garbage, right? You want them to get something cool. We talk about timeless classics, right? You yes. Know, the, you know, Frank Lloyd Wright. We love Frank mm-hmm. Lloyd Architecture. It's 
timeless and classic, right? So when we make an alteration to your house, we want to do it with respect to the original architecture and also with thoughts to the future and how this aren't, isn't going to be a flash in the pan sort of moment. It's not a white kitchen, right? It's not just, yeah. a, oh, that was, <laughs> that was that trend, right? right we right. want that to be something more. And we want it to reflect, I think, really great design reflects the individual, reflects the occupant, and it isn't just the ego of the designer. I but, should mention yeah, that sorry. these uh, the, this promotion goes till about February 10th of next year. Um, we'll make a great holiday gift if you've had a certain someone needling at you that they've wanted <laughs> that mudroom, you know, bench done or whatever it happens to be. Um, great opportunity. So we will link to that on the website. But these are anywhere from 159 to 789 mm-hmm. and they're savings with each one of them. So they may have, like the 789 one was originally priced at 970 so pretty significant savings on something like that but a great opportunity for you to get to know OA design build architecture before maybe you recommend them to somebody else or use them for a bigger project as well so we'll link to that as well we should get to another song we absolutely should we've been talking way too long so let's hear a little more rock music I don't know who Max Richter is but I'd like to know more about him oh Max Richter so this this song just heads up this song (laughs) uh oh this is a tough one uh Max Richter is an incredible composer. Uh, this song was used in the movie Arrival, which I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, one of my so I'm a huge visitor phenomenon guy, and I think they did. Although they kind of glossed over the breakdown of suddenly being able to communicate, I think they did an excellent job of just how alien alien life is going to be, and just how fearful some people will be. I freaking love that it's movie. Great. And the short, is this the Jodie Foster movie, or am I thinking no, of something else? This is uh, Amy, Adams? Amy Adams. Oh, Amy Adams. Okay, yeah, yeah I know. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It's, okay. um, it's a short story. And, well, and you don't really ever get to see the aliens properly, other than you know that they're sort of cephalopods yeah. of a giant scale behind that wall. They have a written language, and um, and it's circular. Yeah, and they have no concept of time because for them, time exists at all. Time exists at the same time for them. Right, and. And there's this, there is a, um, it's, it's a, it's not just a theory, but it's what we do know about language is language that we learn affects how we think. And, and there's a great scene in the movie where they talk about how the Russians are decoding the language and the Americans are decoding the language. But the word for win in English is in, in Russian is the word for defeat, to defeat your enemy. Mm -hmm. And for us, it's to win. And realizing that the translations are not accurate and that how they're they're trying to learn each other's language it, it's, it's there's miscommunication so she has this moment where she learns the language and in that moment she sees her entire life and she has a, a daughter and a, who dies and a husband and she realizes in this moment that all of the decisions she's going to make in her life are now known and would you still make the decision and and she decides to make the same decision and for me as a parent i the tears start coming as soon yeah. as this, you know you you're gonna get married and have a child who's going to die at a young age and you're i mean all of the heartbreak that's going to happen but all the joy that's going to happen this is the song from that film it's hard to listen to without crying so just a heads up mm. it's minimalist why did you point at me <laughs> <laughs> but it's also a great example of a song it's it is lifting the entire time. It's always moving up. It's mm. this weird mathematical trick in music where you can make something lift and lift and lift and lift mm-hmm. and lift and lift and lift and and it never actually lifts. It's anyway. 
Michael Anschel of OA, Design, Build, and Architecture, picked that particular track. And you just mentioned to us that you will often put that in <clears throat> as the plane's taking off, as you ascend. And it's it's it, it's almost impossible to think about. It was only 100 years ago that we started flying at all. Then we've been to the moon, and now we fly. I live by the airport, so I hear hundreds, if not thousands, of flights every <laughs> yeah. day. But what's interesting to me, like whether I'm watching footage from the ISS or on a plane myself, I was just on a plane a couple of weeks ago, this thin gossamer veil of atmosphere that surrounds this planet is the only reality we know. It's It, it, it keeps everything alive on this planet alive, and it's this big. It's this fragile. It's this thin, which, you know, and also I, I spent six years working at the Clean Water Action Alliance before I got into radio, and it, the green aspect of what you do, given what's potentially, you know, a, a resource-intensive uh, situation, making sure that the things that you do build are worthwhile and sustainable and move into the future using fewer resources moving ahead. I just, I think that is a, a lot of people don't give a shit. And I think that's a very noble part of your overall purpose and mission statement. I just think it's great. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I just, I, I don't know where that came from. I don't know when you became such a hippie, but I'm, I'm <laughs> glad, I'm glad that you did. Um, we don't have a whole lot of time left. We got to wrap this up here because you got one more song to play. You are now on board with the Brian Oak Show. Again, give me ground zero where people can learn not only about these deals that last until Chinese New Year, but also more just about the philosophy and who and how and what you are and the work that you do. Where do they go? Uh, so, oadesignbuild.com. Uh, you can learn about us, our process, our people. We've got an amazing team, um, and it is a team that makes this all work. Uh, we've got a fantastic general manager, production manager. We have carpenters. There are our own carpenters. Like, so you're not hiring. They're not subbing out everything. They're subs. your people. These are your people, and you take care of them. We do take care of them. We have our own designers, architects, carpenters. We are a true design build firm, and and they both and both sides learn from each other all the time. Of course. And, and we get to experiment and play with things. Um, but we do take, we do believe in taking good care of our people. Um, we, we want them to go home at the end of the day and have a, a good life with their They actually families. have health insurance. And they have health yeah. insurance. <laughs> what? And, you know, whoa, benefits whoa, whoa, and whoa, profit let's sharing. Get crazy. And, yeah, that's wonderful. Didn't but, realize we were bringing a communist on board, uh, but that's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, in my industry too often, I think, uh, it's, I'm going to get a good deal. How can I, how can I shortchange the craftsperson to get something for less. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's, for me, I don't know that there's been mistrust between those trade, the mm-hmm. trades and the individuals. And so one of the things that we did is we embraced transparency. Mm-hmm. So we're fully transparent when we estimate projects, we don't mark anything up so you can see what it is, but, but we also pay our folks a good living wage so that they can show up and perform and do great work and love it. I mean, right? they got, they need to love their craft and they need to love being in our clients' homes, making stuff that they, that they enjoy. And well, even, even our electricians and plumbers and tile setters who aren't our employees. Yeah. They love coming to our projects because we're positive. We're in a good <laughs> mood. Uh, they get taken care of and we do interesting work and they're not just, we're not, you know, we're not, we're not leaning on them, cracking the whip saying, get that done faster. We don't care about quality. Instead, we want them to slow down, break out the lasers get everything nice. I love a good green laser, man. You know that about me. (laughs) Well, we are very thankful for the partnership. If you're listening to this show right now, 
know that there's a reason why we went into partnership with Michael and the folks over at OA Design Build uh, Architecture. They're good people. Uh, they give back to the community, and this partnership works really well if you're listening and you or somebody else you know um, is in need of their services, please get in touch with them. Uh, they have a contact us form. Very simple, easy to fill out. Do that, and they'll get in touch with you right away. And it doesn't cost you anything to find out more, to take a look no, at the work sure. that, that you for do, sure. and to learn more about it. And again, maybe it won't be for you. Maybe it's for someone you know, but maybe it is for you. I, 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 it's such a cliche old adage, but the whole thing about getting what you pay for, I firmly believe, right? I mean, yes, there are people who are going to try to screw you on planet Earth. That's just the way the human mm-hmm. race is. This is not one of them. You should contact oadesignbuild.com. Just go there and take a look and think about it, and we're really glad to have you on board. I'm excited to be to be here with you guys. I want to thank uh, the good people at Smart Start MN. I want to thank you, Sean Bernard. Thank you. Are you getting pumped at all about Christmas? I love Christmas. We do a ton of different stuff. I'm actually going to see Sarah Morris Friday. Uh, last Saturday, went to see a show over at Theater Latte Da in Northeast Minneapolis. Uh, uh, it's called Christmas at the Local, so mm-hmm. it's all Welsh themed music Dang and that it. sort of thing. It was so good. Yeah, going to see It's a Wonderful Life with the family next Monday. No, I River, cried too hard. There's no River, way at Riverview <laughs> nope. Theater. Nope, there's no I, way I, I watched that I in public. Love, nope, love, love this time of the year. It's my mom's favorite movie of the year, so I've seen it every year of my love entire it. life growing up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. I went and bought a Christmas tree this past weekend because I'm like, I'm getting a Christmas tree. Yeah. Things at Stately Oak Manor are not as settled as they once were, but it's, (laughs) we're still getting a Christmas tree. Yeah. I know that prices are up all over and everything's expensive. You bought a real tree anytime in the recent past? No, I haven't. I just want to know. Is that that what it is? Hundred bucks, hundred fifty dollars. Between a hundred, I mean, for a basic tree, like I didn't even go Fraser fir this year. I went something called a Canaan fir or a Canaan fir. Oh no, that's not good. Well, no, it is good. It was a gorgeous (laughs) tree and it's beautiful. (laughs) But yeah, after after tax and of course I tipped the nice people who helped me put it in the truck. It was a hundred and forty dollar tree, man, for a six seven foot tree. Again, though. I'm not not buying a tree, okay? It's fucking Christmas, man, if you'll pardon my use of the French right there. That's the first time you've said it's fucking Christmas this year, but Aww. it really puts me in, that gets me in the warm, warm fuzzies. Just you wait, because we're, we're, we're still a few weeks out, man. We got plenty of time to get motherfreaking festive up in the Smart Start MN studios. Michael, I hope you enjoy this season, and I don't know what works better for you. We can do an off-air production meeting about going to the castle and doing a video. I would really, really, really love to see the guts of that place and what you guys are doing to it nothing i mean seeing it it can't describe it you got to see it yeah exactly so, yeah yeah for all sure right. all right well we'll get that figured out and thank you again for coming on man appreciate it's it it's my pleasure it's all always right. fun again. to hang out with you great to see you all right and now before we go um and i swear anymore about christmas you're gonna play it <laughs> you're gonna play a song off of what i think you and i both agree is one of the great movies of all time yeah amelie i i saw this movie and i I just swear I, it was the most perfect film because for, for me, a film is meant to take me out of reality. Yes. It's meant to take you in, into some other place. Mm-hmm. It's escape. And at no point during that film did I feel like I was watching a movie. I was so sucked into this thing and mm-hmm. everything was so, the dials were turned, you know, just yeah. every little 
Perfect, perfect. <laughs> and the music, I don't know her name, but she's also so, mm. so good, so subtle, so yeah. nuanced that that's part of the allure. She, like a like a siren, lures you into this film, and you believe. Yeah. And Jan Tiersen, who is the composer, who, if you want to see a great show, Jan Tiersen is a one-man show. He plays all of the instruments mm. that you hear. Really? And he moves around on the stage playing them. And Looping everything. And, and, and yeah. pianos and violins and... He, and he's got a fun energy about him where he's he's playing. I, I always I feel like his music is playful. So I, I figured after Max Richter, who is heavy, heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it's cerebral, right? Uh, that that the lightness of Jan Tiersen and just, you know, it, it's bubbly. It's fun. Uh, yeah, I, it makes me happy. It makes me happy to listen to. Thank you. 